Hello listeners, today's episode is rated G for general audiences. And in today's episode, we're going to talk to my good friend Erica Page about making music and her process. I do apologize in advance that there were some technical audio issues on my end during the recording. However, I've done my best to clean it up and Erica sounds wonderful. So tune in and enjoy. Welcome to IPA Sessions. Welcome to IPA Sessions, a podcast for independent artists. As always, at IPA Sessions, we like to try and provide inspirations for practical applications within the entertainment medium. And today I have a very special guest with me, someone who has become a new friend of mine, someone who's helped me out tremendously with this current podcast and a previous podcast by helping compose the theme music that you hear. Please welcome Erica Page. She is a performer, a singer, a composer, an author, and a jack of all trades. Say hi to everyone, Erica. Hi, so great to be here. Thanks for having me. So Erica, I want to have you here today because, you know, like I said, this this is a podcast for independent artists and I want to try and help give them a platform to put their work out there. Uh, I know for you, you do do a lot. And I know currently um, on top of your composing and scoring, like you've done for my podcast, helping do the original theme song, which you guys hear and I hope enjoy, you are also making music videos to go along with the actual music that you make do you have any albums anything like that that you've put out yeah so you know i have released a lot of music kind of over the the years i released two albums before my transition which um you know was um stuff that i was very proud of and happy about but being able to make music now kind of feeling a little better about where I am just period with with myself it's kind of like a whole new thing to explore and there's an honesty in there that um was it was in the other music as well but there's just it's so much more of you know being kind of true to myself so yeah I I've, I released uh some music last year and uh, some kind of summer jams that I really enjoyed it's just like a like a two song kind of EP thing um and then during Halloween kind of right before I released some songs that don't need to be enjoyed only during Halloween but they all kind of had like a spooky vibe to them which which is another kind of love of mine is just you know yeah I see you rocking the Cap Crystal Lake shirt I love it (laughs) and I know you love it which is hell yeah Um, (laughs) so that was definitely something that I had kind of been planning for a while but I I kind of didn't uh, get to fully execute it until um, a few months ago during Halloween and then I also made yeah a video for it um, which I think is the most, it was like the, the most difficult and the longest video shoot that I've done, but it was so rewarding and so much fun. And I honestly like can't believe that it turned out pretty much exactly like I had written it on the script, you know? It's a, it's a really good video. It's very well done. Thank you. Thank you. Can you tell us more? Because I, I actually, I want to promote this music particularly. I want to help promote your stuff today. What's the song? The album was called Hallow. Um, it was also technically an EP. I think there was five songs on it. I think maybe after five, the um, RIAA might <laughs> consider it an album. I, I, there's like a cutoff somewhere. Somewhere around five or six numbers, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so it's called Hallow, um, which was also a, one of the tracks on the album. But the I would say the lead single and the one that I made the video for is called Invisible Forces. And you can get it 
anywhere that, you know, the current music world is, you know, dealing music, you know, I always say, please add me on Spotify as an artist. I need to do that. I apologize. I haven't done that yet. I need to get on that. I'm sorry. No, I appreciate that already. I'm aware now. See, I'm already aware. (laughs) Um, But yeah, Apple Music, um, and then any other, you know, uh, streaming platform would would also have it. Okay. And you have a YouTube channel too, as well for it? Yes, yes. And please check out the video. Um, It's just youtube.com backslash the Erica page, which is um, which is like all my handles. So, and you spell your name uh, Erica with a C K, correct? E R I C K A. Yes, yes. T H E E R I C K A P A G E. Yeah. P A G E. So the Erica page, and they can find they can find your uh, YouTube channel, and they can find you on Spotify under the Erica page as well. Correct? Yes, yes. Fantastic. And then I have a website, ericapage.com. But yeah, all of those things will lead you there. <laughs> okay, fantastic. Um, so just kind of take us through your process of uh, getting this whole journey started with the the music, recording it, uh, and then making the video. Can you tell us about all that? Yeah. Um, so I, I definitely have a love of just kind of creating and, and storytelling, I think, is what I really, um, all of it kind of falls under that umbrella of storytelling. Um, I, I love to... Um, love to make films. I, you know, I feel like I'm kind of getting getting my bearings on that side of things. I, I'm a little less uh, seasoned in that, but I really do love it. But I also have always loved to compose music, which is also um, it really is. They're they're both different ways of storytelling. This is true. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I started music, doing music even earlier. I always loved to sing. I, I sang in my church choir. I sang at you know, my school choir. Um, I was always very shy, though. So I uh, discovered Pro Tools, I think, when I was like, I don't know, a long time ago, years ago. Um, and I discovered just just recording and, and the different um, things that you could do with the technology. So uh, I just kind of fell in love. And I, I, I had already loved music so much, but then I kind of found a way to start creating my own music. And really the the inspiration can come from anywhere. I learned how to play piano just kind of not that well, but I definitely know music theory. And I went to school for um, uh, audio technology, even though even before that, oh, I was wow. already... Where'd you go yeah, to school? Yeah, uh, Valencia College in Orlando. Nice. Okay. Yeah. So they have a, a really good program that's kind of comparable to... There's another big school called Full Sail in Orlando that... I'm aware of Full Sail, but that's because I'm a wrestling fan and that's where a lot of wrestlers go to. <laughs> That's an interesting, interesting connection. Yeah. Um, but yeah, a lot of people come from all over the country to go to this school. And I just happened to live in Orlando. Um, and Valencia was offering something that was comparable, but that was like a little less expensive. Um, yeah. So it was the way I went. But but like I said, I was already kind of uh, recording before that. You just need a place to hone your skills, really. Yeah, yeah. And definitely, I think if anybody wants to go down you know, the musical or creative route. Um, School can absolutely be a good thing, but I always tell people just buy some inexpensive equipment and start doing it. That's really where you're going to learn what your style and your voice and, you know, all of these things are. Who you are. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So I kind of started recording. The inspiration really can come really from everywhere. I've always loved 
pop music. I've always loved big vocals. And, you know, coming from the church, there was, uh, you know, I grew up in a Southern Baptist church and there was always. It's okay. I'm from the South as well. I feel you. I'm right there <laughs> yeah, with you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, there's these incredible choirs and big voices and, you know, just mm-hmm. wonderful, soulful things going on. Um, so I think that's really where I kind of got a lot of the the start of my vocal style and stuff like that. Um, and then just growing up in the 90s and having such wonderful pop and R&B music. And, and I loved everything. I loved rock music and and punk and green day and nirvana and all that too but tlc was like the like coolest band to me like and I, i'm still like i can become a kid again all over um you know if we, we, we all love tlc yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i i just started making music and um i'm sh- you know sure a lot of it was bad at first and but that's how you kind of get your bearings yeah. and figure you gotta it out start somewhere absolutely yeah um, so that's what I did. Yeah. And I started performing. I, I met other people that I started performing uh, with in college. Um, I even went on like a small, I mean, it was like, we were like in a van. We went on a tour from Miami to New York, me and his stage name was Ricky Diamond at the time. He's kind of changed it's a great it around stage a little name, bit. By the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ricky Diamond, that flies off the tongue. <laughs> yeah, and he's totally talented, wonderful. Um, he does all kinds of stuff. He kind of raps a little, sings a little, um, and composes and writes. But that was such an incredible learning experience for me. And and just being able to perform at so many different venues in front of so many different people, it was just really important for me to kind of get past my shyness and stage fright and, and really understand more about performing in music. Yeah, That's fair. I mean, it sounds to me like it's, it's a lot of your life experience and going out there and just kind of doing things and giving it a go, trying it out. Uh, and I'm guessing with all that experience that you have and everything that you've done, that's what led you to the point where you decided one day, hey, I'm going to write this song and then another song and then another song. And then you realize you got a small little album. Uh, take me through that process. Yeah. So, you know, kind of, as I said, for a while, I was doing music with uh, this other performer, which was a wonderful, a wonderful experience. But I, th- I think then I was really anxious to kind of explore my own sounds and my own um, voice more and kind of experience just writing more from my life experience um, versus, you know, before we were writing mostly like fun songs, which are great too. It's, I think it's important to have time to, to have fun and not be so serious. But I also did want to explore more personal things. So uh, that's what I did. And, and really, inspiration can, can come from anywhere and everywhere. So you know, I write about things that have happened to me or things that I've witnessed or, or experienced, you know, with other people, or it really can just kind of come from anywhere. And the first album that I released was called These Days. And it was a mix of some fun pop songs, but it also did talk about, you know, I have a song called Pockets Full of Paper that's just kind of about as an artist struggling um, and not always making a ton of money and trying to, you know, have a, a, a relationship or, you know, falling in love with somebody or, or at least being very interested in somebody that may or may not have given me as much of the time of day because I didn't have a lot of money. Um, or at least that was my perspective on it, you know. 
and just other more personal things like that. But I mean, I, I'm still very proud of that whole album. And then, you know, the the album after that was called Oligarchy. So I really got nice. into, um, you know, it was, I, I tr- try to be, you know, up to date on politics and the news and stuff. And it, sometimes it's just so disappointing. <laughs> it's so be very disappointing, sad. especially yeah. currently. Yeah. And we really haven't gotten better since I wrote that album, you know, over, uh, you yeah. know, it's been six years or something like that or longer. It feels like we take steps forward and then 20 steps back is what it and feels then, like. Right. It, right. We do make progress and then people get upset about the progress and kind of it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's really frustrating, but we have to, it's politics. <laughs> yeah. We have to just keep on, keep on hustling and trying and, and everybody go vote, please go vote. Yeah. There you go. So Oligarchy was your kind of political album in a way? Yeah, and I the the lead single and the lead video for that actually it's so not funny but just kind of I think interesting. I made a video that depicted this kind of Trump-esque um person that was running for president. Um and this was before there was, you know, Trump hadn't even like mentioned that he was running for president. This was like yeah. years before that. And just this person gets exposed that they are maybe not the best person, but you know, the people who um helped to expose him actually get in the trouble, which, you know, I was playing one of the characters obviously in the video and I had a couple of my friends with me. That's cool. So it was kind of too on the nose for the fact or the way that things had kind of turned out, <laughs> but it was an interesting, an interesting process. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. That sounds fun too. Uh, and then your latest album, tell me about that. So, you know, I released the EP uh, last year during the summer and EP. Um, and that one, you know, I, it was really just two singles that I enjoyed and I kind of was anxious to uh, release some music. And then actually I have to start, there was a song, there was a single that I released first. That was actually the first. And I can't believe I didn't didn't mention that. No, go on, tell us about it. We're talking about it now. (laughs) So there was a single that I released first and it was my first music video and song that I had done since transitioning, which is kind of a, a, something that really changed my life all for the better. And um, I'm sure, you know, it is life altering and life changing. I'm sure life altering and and a crazy process because you, you don't know what's kind of going to be the outcome exactly. But it has been an incredibly positive thing for me. And in doing so, I really did want to get back to making music and creating and and releasing things kind of as an authentic um, person. So I am very happy with the music video. It's called Now the Moment, um, which it really is kind of about taking the time that we have seriously and not taking anything for granted. And and even when we, you know, we we have, even when things get rough and we may not have all the answers, we literally have this moment that we're in to kind of make a new decision or, or make a new um, path for ourselves. And it's not easy. Like life is just so crazy and so hard, but that's kind of what the inspiration was for that song. It's like taking a chance on yourself. It's yeah, believing in yourself absolutely. in a way. Yeah, absolutely. And, and not being afraid to kind of start from where you're at. Um, even though that can be very intimidating and very scary. And I also 
I wore the most, the, the skimpiest thing I've ever worn in a music video, <laughs> but it was still nothing compared to like, you know, Queen Beyonce or anything like that. But I, I did, <laughs> but I did, um, I showed a little skin, so that was fun. Hey, it's your new skin. You got to show it off, right? It's yeah, your, your, yeah. you're transitioning and you're learning to love yourself. And from my experience with people who are going through transitions, uh, our friend Lexi, who was on the very first episode was talking about her transition. I've noticed that with my friend who transition they just seem to truly be able to kind of like it's like it unlocks something and they're truly finding who they've always felt they were so you have my support and i'm very proud of you and i'm happy to be a part of this journey with you and to see you grow and we're here to continue giving you a platform to keep transitioning with not just who you are but with your music as well yeah and that's so appreciated and honestly you when we worked on atypical together which seems like it doesn't seem like that long ago, but it's been over a year and that just has me yeah. out. But um, you were kind of some of the first um, like new people since the pandemic that I was able to to meet and, and be around and kind of just be myself. And that set was so incredibly wonderful and, and letting me do that. Yeah. And, you know, I had worked on it before before transitioning and they invited me back with open arms. Yeah. Give me a different role. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, the, the correct role. Yeah, <laughs> the correct the the role that was made for you, right? Um, which is great too. And and like I said, I I've always known you as Erica, so it's it's nice to just you know I I just know you for who you are. I know yeah. Erica Page with Lexi. I've known her longer, so it's neat to kind of see that. But uh, it it helps when you have people in your life that can make you feel comfortable and can understand and just treat you as who you are. That's, that's all I care about. I appreciate it. You're an artist and you're talented and you're you're here today because you have so many gifted skills. You have helped me out so many times with my independent artwork. Love so that. I was ready to find a way to return the favor. And here we are. Well, I so appreciate it. No problem. And, and thank you for, for talking. Thank you for feeling comfortable to open up about that. I want to kind of get into some technical stuff with you. We, we've heard your journey and how you've gotten to making these stuff. Can you just kind of run us through a technical process of how you go about creating your music? I know that you compose and that you make your own music. So obviously you do some voice recording and then just get a little bit into the editing process, putting it together, but just kind of run us through a little a little bit by bit of the technical stuff that you need to do. So I, you know, uh, Pro Tools is kind of the industry standard for recording audio, even though there are tons of programs now that are really awesome and great. And even just with GarageBand on your your you know laptop that comes with your Mac, it's um, it really is a great program that you can do a lot with. I have kind of stuck with Pro Tools as it's evolved and as um, music has evolved. So really, I just start with. I think it's always best to start with a, a kind of a full idea of the song you want to write, which is not always how it happens. Sometimes I do just go back there and start plinking on the keys and kind yeah, of just messing around. <laughs> yeah. And, and you can absolutely create wonderful organic things like that as well. And sometimes that can be therapeutic in its own, in own sense. Well, they say a, a happy accident. Yeah, absolutely. And and even when you kind of have an idea of what you want to do, you you still find these happy accidents that might take you in another direction or another sound or something like that. But it but it ends up being kind of usually better than what you kind of set out to do. But you know, for you know, for instance, the last album that I released uh, during um, Halloween, I had been wanting to create this 
for a long time. And I really did have a kind of full ideas for most of the songs. So kind of knowing the tone that I wanted to go in with, kind of knowing lyrically kind of kind of where I wanted to go with it. And I think I had actually started several of those songs lyrically, which is not also not always how it happens. It just kind of helped to streamline the process a bit instead of just, you know, as I, as I said before, kind of going in and just organically following where yeah. the music might take you. So it, I, I, I knew a tone that I wanted. I knew for each song kind of a, a bit of the sound that I wanted, you know, pop music, but also still fun, but also a little spooky. So that was just so much fun for me to, to create. So if, if I do have that, I really can just kind of start and get things rolling as far as like the, the original thoughts and ideas that I kind of put out there. And, and then shortly after I had written the music video treatment for Invisible Forces and uh, kind of was able to start, you know, going in, uh, in that direction um, with everything written out. But of, as far as like the recording process, I usually just start with a drum beat, a kick drum, some snare, maybe, you know, a little bit of um, percussion. But I also might start out with a melody, um, you know, just started on a piano or, you know, through the technology, I can play all kinds of instruments like like trumpets and, and guitars. Yeah. I, <laughs> which we did. It's amazing what technology can get us done. Yeah, yeah. You are a one woman band right now. <laughs> yeah, right, right. And about how long did this process take you to, to get everything together? Uh, how long did you work on it for? Um, specifically focusing on a song, it can, you know, get done in really just like a, a few days and depending on how much time you can actually like focus on it. You know, I'm kind of always juggling a lot of things and, um, have to also pay the bills uh, as with, we do in our business <laughs> with you know um taking all kinds of projects with doing uh, alongside doing my own projects so yeah it, it, depending on if you uh, really have that vision of like what you want it can be a somewhat quick process um but it does take once you once you have your your drums and your melody started you you know on on for instance, on Invisible Forces, I did most of the um, production and engineering and composing myself. But then the guitar that I had put on the song, I decided that I was like, I really want a live guitar. And I play guitar, but I am not a guitarist. So I referred to a friend of mine who's just really, you know, an incredible, another incredible musician, um, Gabe Lopez. And he Nice. Um, he laid some live guitars, ba basically doing the same melody that I had composed, but you just get a bit of a different sound and kind of like a richer um, human uh, element to it. It makes it work. Yeah. Shout out to yeah. Gabe Lopez. Thanks for that. Yeah. Love him. <laughs> um, and then from there, once I had the, the track all done, um, you know, I will sit here and record myself. Sometimes I'll go to another studio and um, have an engineer help me out. But a lot of the time I'm just here and I'm like, I want to get it done. I have the, the equipment to do it. So I just do it myself. That's fantastic. Yeah. So stacked some vocals and did, you know, edited it down and um, bounced everything. And, you know, there you go. And about how long was that again? I'm sorry. I didn't catch it the first time. Probably like from start to finish. It, it took me 
and I, you know what? And I was also working on like the whole album. So I would get this song to a certain place that I felt like it was, you know, decent. And then I would kind of step away from it for a few days to like work on something else. And then I would come back and listen and say, Oh, well, you know what? This sounds great, but like maybe this could have a tweak or that could have a tweak. So it, it can be the, the whole five song album probably took me. I mean, it took me several months with, wow juggling other projects and as well as kind of trying to take my time with with this music as well but if that's the only thing i have to focus on you could probably get it done in a few days that's fantastic hey everyone just taking a quick break here we're going to listen to one of erica's songs this is invisible forces from the album hollow which you can find on spotify itunes and soundcloud and be sure to follow her on her youtube page as well i hope you've enjoyed the conversation so far and i just want to give everyone a taste of her music enjoy the song i know i did Thank you. 
was Erica Page with the song Invisible Forces from the album Hollow, which you can find on Spotify, iTunes, and SoundCloud. And be sure to stick around for the end of the episode where I'll play another bonus song from her, from her single, Now, The Moment. Back to the conversation. Uh, okay, so you finished, the, you finished the, the process, you got your songs out, you got them all finalized, and then you decided to make a music video. Um, how did you go about doing your video? And who all helped you, and how'd you get it done? Yes. It was so much fun. As I've said, I have a love of filmmaking as well, but it is a different beast. Um, I really do need help as I've certainly shot, like I shot like a little silly film when we were in quarantine. And the whole point was that I did everything myself because we really couldn't, you know, be around each other. As you do in quarantine. (laughs) Right. Um, except my dog was in it. He was a very important actor. <laughs> That's right. Everyone knows whether you're an independent studio or you're a big time Hollywood, dogs are number one every time. They are the stars. They steal the show. Yeah, he really shined, <laughs> definitely. But for this, I um, grabbed my friend Michael Philippi, who's like an incredible um, director of photography. And I really did, it was a co-directing experience. I kind of started as director and artist, but um, there was so much that went into it and so much that just kind of as a friend, I would be like, well, hey, what do you think about this? And, you know, what do you think about this? I was just like, listen, I'm totally giving you co-directing credit because we really did um, do so much. And then another friend of mine, August Emerson, was there and it lended us his house and also really helped out with some of the effects that we ended up doing. Location, location, location. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But it it did. It had we shot most of it at the house which I was actually living and living at at the time and I was renting a room. But then we also I mean there are there are are parts in the video where I'm walking in a field and then we went into another neighborhood to film the exterior of this house, just like gorilla style, you know? Um, And I didn't end up using that exterior, but I, I wanted it and I, you know, it, it would have been a good fit, but then after, you know, editing so much, it kind of just didn't make it, but there was a lot of that just kind of figuring things out. You know, August was hiding behind furniture to like, pull invisible strings to like make other furniture move and yeah the video is is very cool by the way if when you when you when you guys get done listening please go check out her video it's actually really cool it's a very unique video thanks thanks it's it's old school practical effects which i appreciate the most (laughs) yes there was old school practical effects but then there also was i did a round of after effects after production and um another thing that i kind of had to get more familiar with as a video editor not every certainly most people that i work for don't need after effects or like lights or like any of those additional things but 
I can do it if somebody needs me to, you know, it was something that I wanted to know. I always feel if you're going to try and learn something and experiment with something, doing it to a music video is the best way because you're not looking for yeah. a Scorsese film. You're just looking for something that's going to entertain right. people for about three to four minutes and that gets your message across and your, and your music and who you are. So that, I think that's the perfect thing to do. Absolutely. And just great practice in general. So, so yeah, um, finished that, did, did some green screen. I'm like flying on a broom, you know, uh, you know, added some <laughs> yeah. added full moon in there, you know, which, cause it, it wasn't a full moon night, but so th- there was a lot of fun, but also a lot of help um, with that one. It was the three of us, but I really could not have done that. The, the video um, without their help. The now the moment video I shot entirely by myself with tripods and and set up the lighting and everything myself and then I had actors come in. That's cool. And and dancers and stuff like that. But um, yeah, so so slightly different process. But I think the scale of the Invisible Forces video, it really I just I definitely need help. And it looks like you treated it professionally. You had a crew right. of people that you trusted that you worked well with, and it has a very professional feel to it. So it's something that you can tell your heart went into. And that that pays off as an independent artist, someone who's trying to put themselves out there. If you don't take yourself serious and you don't believe in yourself, it's not it's going to come out that way. You're going to see that and you don't want to show that. You want to show yeah. who you are. So Bravo. <laughs> Thank you so much. Um but I also do want to just dovetail what you said. It's it is kind of as independent artists and independent people who are doing freelance work it, it's so not easy um and it is easy it is uh easy to get down on yourself sometimes um so uh thank you thank you for saying that yeah no problem actually i'm glad that you brought the brought up that point because uh usually around this time i like to ask everyone once they've given us this incredible journey uh, the story of their journey and what they've gone through and everything and finalizing it and putting it out there what was the biggest challenge that you had to face? What, what would you say was probably maybe a, a hard reality that you had to overcome? Uh, two things come to mind. One is, you know, the transition, kind of like I had mentioned before. Um, I just, you know, I was able to kind of mask uh, negative feelings for so long. Um, and at a certain point, I things were just not good and I was not, my healthiest. And um, I really did have to take the time to kind of dig into myself and, you know, pull back this layer and then like, oh, there's more there, like pull back that layer and like get to the center of this onion. (laughs) Great metaphor. (laughs) Strangely enough, um, the pandemic was a vital tool just for me personally. I know that it was an awful time for a lot of people um, I know that um, people lost family members and yeah. uh, it, it was very difficult, but it really did buy me a little bit of time to be able to to take time off of life and focus on myself a little bit um, and try and figure out what the, the real underlying issues of kind of my, you know, just like self-esteem issues. It was almost like a reality check for most yeah, of us. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. No, and, and that's yeah. good. You said there was something else too that you, you felt was a big challenge? Also just the fact that we're in LA and there are no, <laughs> there's no right way to do anything. No. There are certainly like perhaps 
better paths to try and take, but wanting to be somebody who's a performer and wanting to be somebody who does, um, you know, is creative for a living is just a difficult path. And I can't tell you how many like low points there have been, but thank goodness there have also been good good points of where the hard work does kind of pay off or you 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 finish the project that you've been putting so much time into and yeah it's just hard to be a creative person I, probably anywhere oh um, yeah but, but LA is particularly expensive there's a lot of competition there's a lot of people out here also you know trying to reach their dreams and mm-hmm. yeah speaking of expensive uh monetary you know value it's it's hard to to monetize things um was this a, an expensive process for you are you comfortable talking about certain finances you don't have to give out exact numbers but were there things that you had to spend money on uh, even though you knew you were basically investing in yourself and probably not going to get any kind of uh finance back yes um certainly with anytime you're creating music for yourself or um even you know, the, the music video was in a couple film festivals and got, you know, was a finalist in a couple. That's awesome. Wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. But you don't know if that's going to happen. There are definitely, you know, the first music video that I, uh, cr- the most recent few, like the now the moment video, um, it really didn't cost me hardly anything. I, I paid uh, the other people that were in the video uh, my friend josh was amazing and he did it for free just because he's my friend and i love it's him good to have friends <laughs> but um you know the ballet dancer who was just so incredible yeah um, wow. jasmine yeah. she you know i i paid her but but even that was certainly like she you know she's such a professional i wish i could have paid her what she like actually deserved you know but you know working on these indie budgets sometimes you have to just find um friends or people that are talented that are, are like sure i'll give you a couple hours of my time for you know x amount well and you know the plus side is you made a great quality video and much like me with my podcast giving you a platform to put yourself out there you did the same for these other actors so that's that's good of you to do as well, well that's and, to, and to treat them professionally treat your project professionally even though you're probably working for peanuts it is a good thing it does help give you a nice portfolio in a way something that you can be proud of to show off and it's something you did with people you care about yeah and i and i really do um they they were absolutely wonderful and if i, I do think that these things the kind of that you just mentioned mentioned um did happen but i'm just still so so grateful um and then on the invisible forces video i spent like probably just under uh, like a thousand dollars but that was because i paid my director of photography we shot for a you know a few days i paid my friend august to be kind of like the assistant director um you know, PA, which I ended up giving him director credit to because we really did. It was this, this huge undertaking that we all really did do so much for. Um, I, I was just like, we're literally all three getting director credits. That's great. Um, but, but as I said, that was just like a bigger, longer production, a longer shoot. So um, making a, a video for under a grand is, is still quite a feat and having no, it be it, something. Yeah. It's impressive. It's very impressive. Uh, moving along these same lines as, you know, big challenges and hard times with finances, what was something unexpected that you actually had to learn in the moment? Was there anything you faced that you had never faced before doing this? I think 
you know, especially on the first music video, I had shot things, but every camera's a little different. And for that one, I was using a Canon 7D, which um, is more of a photography camera. But if you uh, finesse things just right, um, you can get a, a, a good look. Shooting in low light was also something that I, you know, really had to um, kind of go back to YouTube school um, <laughs> yeah. to, to learn, which I really encourage anyone, if you need to like learn something, just go on YouTube and search it. And it's probably there. You're not the first to recommend YouTube for research. <laughs> yeah. Um, but just make sure you like whoever's video you, you know, you got your information from. Um, it's so silly that that's a, a form of like payment, but they really will possibly get, you know, paid for for that. So I think, you know, just learning to put on different hats instead of just being able to be the artist or the the songwriter or the you know actor or something like that. Um that it was definitely took some time to 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 educate myself in those ways uh you know being being a director, you know. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay, so we've talked about some of the challenges you've had to face. We've talked about some financial struggles, uh unexpected situations. What is probably the most valuable takeaway that you've gained from this entire experience? The most valuable takeaway I have to say is just, you know, I guess getting messages from other, you know, people kind of finding themselves and 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 telling me how I was like inspirational to them and that and it's so touching but surprising and uh you know especially when it's kind of humbling totally humbling and of course i always want to be like the best human that i can be but it's just i i think you're not always aware of who you might be um helping along the way or you know inspiring along the way um so so that's always incredible when i get a message from like a trans person finding themselves and saying, you know, you were really inf influential to kind of being able to continue uh, my own personal journey. Or, you know, I also released a, a book. It's actually, um, it's the anniversary this month of when I released it last year. And just having people also enjoy that and, you know, seeing the reviews on Goodreads and having people actually say they enjoy it and you know it's got an lgbt lead character and we have made so many um advances and kind of progressed in so many ways but we also kind of as we said earlier with uh, a progression often comes backlash and pushback so strive every day to just try and be better yeah yeah so we still have work to do and i mean i myself do you know i i have friends i i try to love and appreciate everyone for who they are but even me i'm a i'm a straight white male from the south i had to grow up it took a lot sure. it took yeah. time i'm not perfect i have hurt people's feelings i have had mine hurt it's all a process of who we are and everyone's growing daily and i think people forget sometimes that we're all still learning every day we're still trying to be better than the day before Absolutely. And the world is also evolving. So it's kind of this never ending process of like really trying to, you know, just be, be better for ourselves, be better for our friends and families, but be better for the, the world and everything. Right. Um, and there still are so many, unfortunately, you know, youths that are that are bullied or just their parents aren't accepting of them or, or whatever the case is, especially in the South where we come from. Exactly, exactly. So any, any kind of joy, or even just um, 
additional hope or anything like that that I have ever provided, even if it's like one person, I to me is like wonderful and, and incredible. That's good. Uh, so I want to ask you, with all this experience that you've done and with all the hard work that you've had to go through and put yourself through and the payoffs, the ups and downs, um, finding out that you're inspiring people, finding out who you are yourself, what's your drive? What keeps pushing you to do this every day? I just love creating things. I just <laughs> good love... answer. <laughs> um, I love the possibility of being inspiring or, or moving or touching or, or even just making somebody possibly have fun, you know, for instance, and like, you know, like I said, the book, it just, um, writing a character that I never saw when I was growing up, you know, um, I, I think that as artists, we really do have the power to kind of move the needle in certain ways. And often a lot of social change really does start in Hollywood I it's it's a strange uh, thing and, and, yeah and not certainly not every project or not every movie or or show but I really do think that as as humans we kind of have this ability to relate to characters that are well written and it really can be an eye-opening experience uh, for for perhaps people who would never experience those um uh, types of characters or people in their uh, personal real lives, you know. It's fair. No, it's true. This is it. This is the last question for you. It's not even a question. It's just really more so, is there any advice or is there anything that you would like to say to someone who is trying to do the same thing that you are doing? Anyone out there trying to compose music, trying to make those music videos, trying to write a song? Do you have any any knowledge you want to help drop on them? Anything that maybe you haven't had a chance to share? Any advice moving forward? <sighs> I would just say start doing it. And things are, it can get expensive, but find inexpensive ways to do it. Um, as I said, even, you know, GarageBand, which, you know, not even not even everyone has access to a computer. I, I understand that. But if, if you want to be a musician, pick up an old, pick up a guitar, pick up a keyboard, you can get it. I, I buy secondhand things often. Um, they're often it wonderfully uh you're able to use them completely fine. They sound great and they don't break the bank. So just start doing it. But also if you can find people that are like-minded or that are um, driven in a certain uh, same manner that you might be driven, because at a certain point you, you really may need additional people to help with, with your vision and maybe you can help them with their vision and their project. Networking at its finest. Yeah. And, and just like meeting you and the fact that, you know, I've read some of your scripts, I'm going to send you mine to read. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. I, I think that these connections can be invaluable and not only just as friends, but also as potential people that you work with and, and are able to create with. So, you know, just start doing it, get yourself out there. Um, and if you can find people that are kind of in a similar boat that have similar interests, which LA is great for that. But also now we have social media and stuff like that, that can also be very um, helpful. 
for that. True. Well, Erica, thank you so much for coming on today. And I feel that you did help provide some inspiration for folks, especially wanting to get into doing what you do. And I hope anyone out there listening, uh, if they want to reach out to you, where can they find you? Uh, I know that they can hear your song that you personally composed for me, my theme song for this show, for IPA Sessions here every two weeks. But where else can they find your music? Uh, How can they reach out to you if they want to maybe find someone to help score or compose music for their own podcast or their own short film or feature film? Uh, Or if they just want to go support you and listen to your music? Yeah, thank you. Um, Please add me on Spotify. It's just the Erica Page. Um, You can go to my website, ericapage.com. Add me on Instagram. It's backslash the Erica Page. Um, Or you can just email me if if you have any um, questions or, or anything that I can help you with. It's uh, the Erica page at gmail.com. So yeah. And you also mentioned a book too. Where can they find your book? Oh, yes. Um, so it's available on all basically all digital retailers. You can get it at Barnes and Noble, you can get it at Target, Walmart, Amazon. Excellent. All of these things. Yeah. And you can get ebook or paperback. So I like I like to hold things. So yeah, I like my Kindle. So it works for both of us. <laughs> well, I guess we're still holding that. But I mean, I like to turn the Turn the actual pages is what I mean. Fair, right? fair. <laughs> but it's, it's great. Either either one is great. And uh, yeah, you'll be able to go along for a little journey. And one more time, what is your YouTube channel? Oh, uh, youtube.com backslash the Erica page. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you so much, Erica. Uh, I had a great time talking to you. Thank you. I hope that we get a chance to promote your next big project. So you're going to come back again and visit us down the road and maybe we'll see how far along we've come with this show. Thank you. Thank you. It was so awesome. As always, everyone out there, thank you for listening. I hope you found this inspiring. And until the next time, stay golden. Just a reminder before we go, if you're interested in checking out Erica's book, you can find it under the name A Marvel of Magic, Madden, and the Dark Unicorns of Danook. Check it out on Kindle or any bookstore near you. So thanks again for tuning in. And to help support this podcast, remember to rate and review. And click that subscribe button to follow for fresh, new, bi-weekly episodes. And if you're an independent artist looking to promote your work or yourself, please reach out via social media at IPA Sessions on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You can also reach out to me via email at ipasessionspodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and I hope you felt inspired.
Pushing with all my muscle Never ever stop the hustle We out here grinding Reaching and we're climbing Giving everything So they can see us shining So they can see a shine